Welcome to Becoming, the podcast for female business owners who are ready to step fully into their next level self, remove the filter and attract dreamy, consistent clients. I'm your host, Megan Rose, mindset and business coach, ready to help you create the business and life of your dreams by becoming the person who has it against all the odds. Ready to stop the excuses and become the version of you that has it all? Keep on listening. Hello, my ladies. So I was sitting here thinking, what do I want to talk about on my podcast? And I feel like I've spoken about so many interesting topics today. I had a momentum call. I had a client call. I've had a Voxer broadcast that I'm running. And I've also had a lot of time for spaciousness and connection to myself, which always opens up my creativity channel, so to speak. And I thought today's episode is just going to be a bit of a riff on a topic that I have been extremely, oh, I hate, I feel like I always use the word passionate, but it's almost like committed to, like I'm so devoted to the energy and the concept of healing at the same time as building a business. And the reason I feel so strongly about this is for a very long time, probably for the first two years of my business, I had created a mindset that if I was healing, and and maybe you relate to this if you're somebody who, you're a fixer, right? You probably relate to this if you're here. You resonate with being a fixer. If somebody has a problem, you just want to fix it. If somebody's struggling with something, you're there telling them how they can how they can like help. Whether it's a a mindset, a health issue, a, a fucking like belief, or something completely unrelated to coaching, you just want to fix it for them. And I discovered that the root cause of this of really wanting to fix other people is so you don't have to worry about them. But this is how my brain works, and you're probably similar. It might resonate. So when you, you just have a very like efficient brain or what they call a manager brain. So you can just see the big picture. You're probably a big picture thinker, struggle a little bit with the nitty gritty details. And and so you just want to fix things because once they're fixed, you don't have to worry about it and you can get on with your stuff. (coughs) Which my therapist pointed out to me, I really resonate with and a lot of my clients resonate with. And so I fell into this trap at the beginning of my business, it was just like, you know what it's like, you come into this space of personal development and, oh, it's like an unraveling of a web that's been inside of you all along and you're remembering so many things and figuring out and it's like, oh, this makes so much sense and this is why this has happened to me or this is why I feel this or this is why I respond to that and it's just like a coming home to yourself. And of course the personal development industry and the coaching industry will have you believe that the reason that you don't have what you want and what you desire is because there's something inside of you that needs to be healed. And let me know on Instagram, I really wanna know if you resonate with this. And so the belief becomes, I need to heal or fix X, Y, Z about myself, whether that's my inner child, that's my attachment style, that's my feminine energy, it's my masculine energy, it's my fear of being seen, it's my monkey mind, it's my time management, like all of the things that there could possibly be in the world. Once I fix this, then I can have X. And I created this belief 
that on one side, if I fix all of these things, then I'll have everything that I wanted, the, the business that I wanted. But also the business couldn't work without everything in my life being perfect. And the juxtaposition of this is like, but where my business is perfect, everything else in my life will fall into place. Have you ever had that feeling? Once I hit the 5k months, all my problems will disappear. Like, I honestly thought that. I honestly thought that one point in my life as if like, that's not even a life-changing amount of money. That was what I earned on gross income, except I was taxed. And so I had this warped idea of if I could just fix this thing about me. And of course, there's always something new because you're always discovering new things online and someone else says something and you're like, oh, that's, that's what needs fixing next. And when I fell pregnant and when I did a lot of this internal work on myself, a a real deep discovery, a real deep dive into my own psyche and shadows and identity and all of the subconscious things that I do now in my coaching, I, there was one aspect of this and it's something I talk about all of the time and I talk about it with my clients and it's something I challenge people on a lot and and that is the stories we tell ourselves. We see events in our lives, in our life and we make up a story and we attach it to them. A thought goes through our head and we'll attach a story onto that thought. A thought might go through of like oh you look like shit today and then the story attached to that is like oh my God, I'm talking to myself like shit. I shouldn't be talking to myself like shit. Why am I talking to myself like that? That must be why I'm not signing clients because I'm so scared of being invisible because I think I look like shit. We just go off on a fucking tangent. And lost my train of thought with that tangent itself. Um, Where was I? Oh, come back to me. I'm just going to carry on riffing. So anyway, yes, stories. (laughs) So I was, I got really obsessed with this idea of stories and I was like, okay, well, I'm telling myself a story that I have to have the perfect life before I can be successful. But at this particular period of my life, my life was falling apart. And I had no idea what my life was going to look like in three months. This was when I was about, I was like seven or eight months pregnant. I was about to become a mother for the first time. My relationship had broken down. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't even know where I was going to live I was like, I was at my mum's for a bit. Like, I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, the world had not just the rug pulled from under me, the ground and my world collapsed into ruins. I'm not even exaggerating. That's how it felt. And so I thought to myself, well, I'm committed to making this work because I'm not subscribing to a reality where I need to put my son, I didn't know he was a son at this point, I need to put my child into nursery full time so that I can go back to a job I hate five days a week in London and not see him. I was like, that cannot be a reality that I am subscribing to. I do not accept it. And at the time I was searching on Instagram for single women, single mothers who had built their business as their children were babies. And I'm sure they're out there. I couldn't find them. I could only find women who either had the business beforehand that was already successful and then had the baby and obviously had to juggle that or women with older children or women who had supportive husbands who were full-time dads. So I couldn't find it. 
and I'm sure they're out there, I just couldn't find it. And so I decided that I would be that for somebody else. And I decided that I would tell myself the stories that would support the reality that I wanted to create. And the reality I was in is that I was going through the biggest traumatic event on my body in giving birth that I had ever been through. And it's a huge traumatic event for any woman to rip her body apart in order to give life. Which is a a side note, but it's such a beautiful metaphor at the same time of what we do when we truly create. And I read this quote, I can't remember where I read it, and I, I shared it when I was just out of the motherhood phase or new motherhood phase of, you are faced with your biggest limitations when you are creating something. And I, I look at that in the forms of create of birth. When you give birth, you literally rip your body apart in order to give birth. You go through the most horrendous <laughs> hours, days, <laughs> months even, if some of you have bad pregnancies. You go through fucking hell, right? Let's not sugarcoat it. A lot of people who are like, it's the most beautiful experience. Like, rarely, rarely is it beautiful. Most of the time we have grand ideas of hypnotherapy and candles and water births. And a lot of the time it's just not the case. It's a fucking horrendous experience. Although, albeit beautiful. And you create life. And I also think of this in the form of creating in in our businesses because in the the work that we're in, in the online space and personal development, I I truly look at it as medicine to the world. Like it's not just a bit of software. Like, and I'm sure people who create software think amazing things about their stuff, but I really look at this as like raising the vibration of the universe of like creating a completely different future that, that we have grown up in. And so to create in that way, and when you're creating your business, your offers, your messaging, whatever it is, like you will be faced with your biggest limitations mentally, right? In in the, the process of giving birth, it's, it's physical and mental, but you're faced with your biggest limitations. And that's when I, why I say to people and a lot of my clients, they come and they're like, I don't, like, who am I to do this? Who am I to like share this work with people? Because I struggle with X, Y, Z. And I'm like, that's exactly why you're here to share that work with people. Because you're gonna be faced with your biggest limitations. Anyway, I side noted there, but I think that's a message that you needed to hear. And anyway, so I was healing from birth, healing from a broken heart, or that's still happening, but you know, I was in this process of life's a little bit shit right now, but also beautiful because I had this baby. And I was like, well, I can't wait to heal. I don't have time to heal um, from this situation specifically right now like I need I went into mama bear mode right and you don't necessarily need to have a baby to do this it was just a story I told myself of like I get to heal and I get to help others those things are not mutually inclusive what's the word you know what I mean mutually exclusive mutually exclusive you you can't people think that you you can't You have to have one before you can have the other. You have to be healed before you can help people with something. It's just not true and it's just not realistic because what the fuck is healed anyway? Do we ever really heal or are we just constantly evolving and resolving trauma and finding deeper layers of it and understanding more about ourselves and our psyche and our shadows and our 
wounds and, and transmuting those all of the time and then something else happens because life or life, and this is something I said to my mini mind ladies recently, life or life. I was driving in my car a few months ago and my son was with his dad and was stuck in, I live in the Kent countryside. There's a lot of um, small narrow lanes where I live that are basically only big enough for one car. And there was a road closed and basically on his way to nursery, he'd stayed with his dad and on his way to nursery, they got stuck in this lane, like chock-a-block in this lane, couldn't go forward, couldn't go backwards, couldn't turn around. The poor little boy hadn't eaten breakfast because he usually has breakfast at nursery and dad was trying so hard to get out like it was just a fucking nightmare I was anxious as fuck because I was like I need to get to my son and feed him and like the poor little boy was just like in the car seat for hours and they finally got out and I was like I'll drive to meet you and I'll take him to and I'll bring food for him and then I'll take him to nursery because it was still like an, <laughs> still like 40 minutes from nursery because of the traffic <laughs> so he got out of the lanes and I was driving to meet him and I I'm like I was I wouldn't say I was speeding but I was obviously in a rush to get there it was like two roads and one of the roads was like a small like little road and there was a bridge where it's only one way and our way was right of way so I had right of way to get over that bridge a fucking lorry that isn't even allowed down the road I was on stopped on the bridge to talk to workers who were working on this little, it's like a little narrow um, railway type bridge that doesn't go over a railway. And I was like, oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? Like I need to get to my son and I don't care what the fuck happens. I was honking my horn. (laughs) He went past, I was like shouting out the window. I don't even remember where I was going with this story. I was like, but basically, we will do anything to protect our young and like, we don't care. But also, (laughs) the stories we tell ourselves, I think this was it. That man probably thought I was just an impatient, moody old cow, right? Like, what the fuck is she getting so stressed about? I'm just pausing, I'm talking to my workmates, like, even though it's our fucking right of way anyway. We don't understand what other people are going through. You like we attach stories all the time. I don't think this was the point of the story that I was telling you, but anyway. Point is, mama bear mode activated. We tell ourselves stories all the time about other people, about ourselves, and we literally get to choose a new story all of the time. Like they're the key points that we need to get out of everything I'm saying. So I had to figure out how I could help others and heal myself. And that's why I struggle with, is it strategy, is it inner work? Because it's both. But what I've discovered is that when I do inner work, and like I do think there has to be an element of learning the strategy at first. I think you need to understand the elements of strategy first because then it just becomes about refinement, but refinement comes more from the inner work. That's kind of been my journey so that's what I believe to be true other people different differing opinions I don't really care that's what I think so I definitely focused on strategy and mindset my business jumped let's say leaped in terms of clients and income when I focused on my identity 
but I'd already done a lot of work on strategy. I would be inclined to say it's more identity and mindset work because I really think any strategy works. You just need to be fucking consistent and sell something that people want. And it's like, really, that's as simple as it gets to be. Um, But the thing that I see hold so many people back and then it doesn't even hold them back, but it actually slows them down at different points in their business is this like, oh, I need to heal something. So... That slows people down at the beginning. And then if they don't really resolve the thing or or maybe things go well, so they stop doing the inner work, they stop doing the shadow work and identity work and the, the connection to self, um, that's when the cracks start to appear. And then when you lose that connection with yourself, you tend to kind of forget that... Um, you tend to kind of, I think the wounds come up again and that's when the cracks start to appear then externally because the shadows are coming out to play and then you kind of like think it's a strategy thing. So even though it has been working and it stops working because like you're not doing the inner work and then your identity's fucking you around and like shadows are playing out and then you're instant reaction because you're probably if you're like me you're somebody who likes to control things you go into I need to fix it you need to fix the strategy I need to I need to fix something's not working I'm doing something wrong I need to fix it instead of actually this is the the time when I'm being called to look at what needs to be healed inside of me and at the same time when I look at what's being healed and go through that process my business gets to grow as well my business still gets to go and be a business you don't see fucking Elon Musk or Jeff, I need a woman. Who's a woman? Who's a fucking woman CEO? Uh, shit, I should be able to think of some. I don't know. You don't see JK Rowling didn't like write a Harry Potter book because she was going through a divorce, right? That's how she wrote Harry Potter. So the point is like, we still need to run our businesses. I just think that the stories we tell ourselves and the way that we run our business starts to become more supportive of the healing process that we're in. And that's where we're seeing this, this disconnection and it's not necessarily hustle because I think like action, action sometimes gets misconstrued as hustle. Having to work at unsociable hours gets misconstrued as hustle. I'm a single mother, like I, I would prefer sometimes to have more space in my day for me and I'll work on an evening and there were definitely evenings and nights I worked a lot of late nights when he was a baby and I didn't have childcare, which I do have now. Anyway, all of that stuff gets misconstrued. The action is always necessary. We can't not take action because we're healing. I'm going to take discernment here. Obviously, if you're going through something, like, oh, it's, I find this hard. Like if you're going through something tragic, but then I did go through something tragic and I still took action. I didn't take a social media hiatus last year after I had my traumatic birth and my breakdown of marriage and my husband moved out like I still showed the fuck up through something tragic so I don't think I'm special I just think I I make powerful choices every day and like what's the most important thing for me but like also giving myself that space to heal also making sure there's time to reconnect and definitely this year there's been more space for reconnection to self that's something that I prioritize and still how does that how does my business still get to support others a big mistake I think people make is 
they think that their business is there to heal them. They think that their business is there to to make them feel better. And like, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Like, you're there to make yourself feel better. Your business is there to help other people. And if you keep thinking my business has to fulfill something inside of me, yes, it can fulfill you in terms of like the creativity and the love that you pour into it. But that has to be from an act of service to others. It can't be like, I just want to, I, and again, I say it can't be. It's not that it can't be. I just think that you you show a lot of wounds when you do that. <laughs> like, my business isn't making me feel good about myself, so I'm not going to show up. Like, that's just not sustainable, is it? Like, we're going to have days, months even, where you might not feel good. But you can't just check out of your business if you want to create a sustainable, successful business. You just, you, like... <laughs> You can't, you can't do that if you want it to perform well and if you want it to support the life that you want to lead. And so it comes back to this big riff that I've been going on is like, life or life, shit happens. There will be periods of your time, of your life that you are in a healing space. Uh, you are in a grief space. You are in exhaustion space, all of which I've been in in the last year. And yet I have continued to run my business, I've continued to sign clients, I've continued to have, I've had the five figure months, I have multi four figures in recurring revenue, I th I've had it all year, I'm pretty sure I have it almost to the end of the year, and it will keep growing, and, and still had the time and the space for me to grieve and to I, I feel heartache and to have hard things happen because life will life. Ooh, I remember what I was going to say now when I told you the story earlier about like, yeah, the car. The actual point of that story is like, life doesn't care that you're a mother who's trying to get to her child, like life or life. That was the point of that story. But I think we still got, a, we still got some posted messages from there anyway. So your kind of thing to ponder on from this riffy podcast, which I hope you enjoyed because it was really just me going off on one. <clears throat> Where am I saying I can't have X until I have healed Y? And look at how that's showing up in your life. Look at how, look, what are the stories or interpretations you're making as to why you can't move forward, why you need to retreat, why you need to hold back, why it's not possible for you, and how can you actually tell yourself the more supportive story of it gets to be both. It's just that both looks a little different to how other people might do it. And this was something I really leaned into at the beginning of the year. I was in a mastermind at the end of last year, the last three months of, of 2022. And it was an incredible mastermind. I saw such huge shifts and changes in my business and it really helped in my business. Um, and at the same time, I got completely emotionally burnt out by the end of the year with everything that had happened. And the person running the mastermind was a, not single, she had a boyfriend, but like, by all, not married or divorced or had a dog or had a mortgage and was freer in many of the things that I would sense not to say that she wouldn't have her own challenges and shit like that because obviously she's not in it she's not immune from all of that but from my perspective and the things that she, I felt like she could do because she had time and space and as a single parent of a very young baby under one I didn't I had to create this story in my head of like okay I can't have the success in the way it looks like for her right now because that is not in my reality. But it doesn't mean I can't have the success. I just need to figure out a way that works for me and my nervous system. 
I need to figure out a way that's supportive to the season of life that I'm in. And that's what I really want you to think of is like if you are in the grieving space or heartache or you've had a big shock or you're healing from something that's come up from fucking two years ago. And I I actually, I was having this conversation with my bestie the other day where I think, you know, she, we we both talk about how anxious, we're both mums, (laughs) talk about how anxious we are, but I really think people are still struggling a little bit from the after effects of 2020 because we were in such a state of fight or flight for so long and it's only now that everything, the dust is properly, properly settled that I think a lot of anxiety has come up and I think there's a lot of people our age in our 30s who are finding things difficult, who are struggling with like the pace of life again, with what came up, with like, what do we want? And I think, you know, I don't know if that's the same for everyone, but I've definitely had a lot of conversations and and so things might be coming up to be healed from two or three years ago or even longer and it's okay. You get to have this healing process. You get to to do the inner work and you still get to run your business, but they just might look a little different to what you might have expected. And I think that's okay. Can you look at this all as it's all okay, it's all perfect, but what's best for me? So that's what I wanna leave you with on today's podcast. As always, if you love this podcast or if not, but I would love it if you let me know or if you share on your stories, make sure to tag me and I will see you next week.